bonjour and welcome to Fiction After Lunch. I'm Mindy. I'm Sam. And you are? Lara. Hello. 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 So, welcome back to Fiction After Lunch. Season 2. Uh, season 2. But we are Now not it's talking. Huh? Now it's summer. Now it's summer. <laughs> yes. Sam, what are we doing in this podcast? Today we have a special guest, Lara. Yeah, I'm very special. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. are very special. Just like everyone else. So, <laughs> we are going to read something you wrote when you were younger. Yeah. But before that, we are going to introduce you, or you are going to introduce yourself. But as a first point, because we are the Fiction After Lunch podcast and we just ate lunch, we have to talk about our lunch. I like that we have to talk about it. It's like we, it's yeah. like a curse yeah. now on us. It would be weird if we changed our name now, wouldn't it? <laughs> like for season two, non-fiction, no, no. Yeah. Fiction After Non-Lunch, no. Just fiction. <laughs> Yeah, the fiction podcast. The fiction podcast. <laughs> like all of the other fiction podcasts, right? <laughs> you know. yes. uh, fast fiction after breakfast. Oh. oh, okay. You will be our producer for next season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we are going to read a story that you wrote when you were... Like, we are going to read two stories or... Yes. Maybe you can I don't know say if we uh, will be able to finish everything. Because it's like 21 pages. Oh, oh um, wow. So just, yeah, you you have to say uh, when it's too long. And um, mm -hmm. I would just like try to uh, read some of it. The prologue is when I was 13 or something. Mm -hmm. And I started when I was 10, 11, I don't know. Is it um, like an original work or is it more like a fan fiction? No, it's not a fan fiction. I tried to be somewhat innovative and mm -hmm. write a new style of fantasy uh, novel. So I was like, uh, I don't want it to be like Lord of the Rings or Aragon. So it's like the anti-fan fiction of Aragon or something. Okay. <laughs> so you were a fan of fiction when you were young? Yes. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I um, wasn't. <laughs> um, I was very fascinated, um, but I don't know what... what would qualify for a fan. For example, I never wore merch for, for Lord of the Rings mm. or Aragon. And I was, mm, I started with novels like Winnetou and oh. stories about adventures, um, mm -hmm. but not necessarily um, fantastic adventures. And then I was introduced to Harry Potter, which I initially didn't like or <gasps> I thought I wouldn't like. <laughs> because... Um, <laughs> You know, everyone likes it. And oh, you didn't like, want it to be like the crowd or... Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something like that, probably. But then I liked it and I started to read more fantasy stuff that falls mm. roughly in that direction. I really like, I still like, uh, for example, Walter Mörs. I don't know how his works mm. are called. Oh, English, that's, that's but... one of my favorite authors. I read Der Schrecksenmeister yeah. so many times. Is it an English author or is it a German one? Um, he lives in New York now, but he's a German author. Yeah. And I don't know. I think his works are translated to English as well, but I don't know how they are called. He's most famous, I guess, for Captain Blaubeer. Ah! <laughs> Captain Bluebeer, kind of? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Mm, yeah, I think his, for example, his um, series on books would be called something like um, The City of Sleeping or Dreaming Books. Oh, that's a nice name. Yeah, I really like uh, this book. I also read those. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. so you were in general a fan of 
Is fantasy your favorite genre then? Or well, what are your favorite genres? Um, Do you have some? I don't, I don't think I read genre fiction that much anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I would uh, say that uh, now it's mostly science fiction if I read mm. genre stuff. But it's a lot of canon. I mean, I'm studying <laughs> uh, literature and I like to yeah read some of the anti-canon. So I try to see what was avant-garde, what was censored. <laughs> stuff like mm. that and yeah just uh, see um, what it's like and i'm also more fond of um, shorter forms now um, than i was back then so i'm reading like uh, plays or poems oh. yeah you also told us that you wrote poems didn't you but i didn't translate them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we forgot to mention uh, now we went directly into all of the fiction part but first of all how do we know you <laughs> yeah i don't know do you know me <laughs> Do we know her? <laughs> Sitting here with a ghost. We, we had lunch together once. That's how Mindy met Lara. Yeah. And how did yeah. you meet her? Lara was the first person I talked to in my first philosophy class. Yeah, so you're also studying philosophy. together with yes. Sam. Yeah. That's right. Um, I think it was we had this introductory day and we were playing some games and I just happened to uh, sit in front of Sam and uh, we just talked and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I liked about you that you studied physics at that point. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you already changed. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you already took the classes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we are all at some point studied physics. Yes. I'm still studying physics. I'm the I'm the last one standing. You can say. <laughs> you are the loser. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> and yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to change the subject, subject now, <laughs> because otherwise I would try to insult back, but not today. No, not today. <laughs> not today. You told me that I should be nice, so. <laughs> I'm actually being nice to you because I'm letting you sleep at my place because yes. you cannot sleep at your place. Yes, I, there are um, construction work in front of my building from nine in the evening to six in the morning, and it's very loud. And you don't have appropriate Oropax. No, I don't. And my problem is I don't want to put anything in my ears because then I won't hear my... Alarm. Alarm. So I'm sleeping on Mindy's couch right now for the next days. Perhaps. Maybe. If I'm nice. Depends nice. on today, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Physics people are cool. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Writing it down on your notes for next yes. time. <laughs> Too late. And Mindy is not a loser. <laughs> write it 60 times sorry yeah write it 60 times so that you get it no 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 <laughs> like a bad teacher i'm sorry but <laughs> what a back to the topic we had lunch together we had salad and cheese let's leave it at that yeah we wanted to talk about our lunch yes we forgot already we... oh my god okay yeah. <laughs> so now we talked about our lunch yes we, we can concentrate on the story because yeah, because I'm very you interested. told us that it's 21 pages and yeah. we will see how much we will read. And But you, you said that you wrote the prologue when you were 11 or 12? Um, or... No, I wrote the prologue after the beginning of the story. And I think I was ah, okay. um, 13 or something like that. Mm. I also, when I was 
15 or 14, I don't know. I think it was 2015 and I was 14. I tried to write a new version of it. Yeah, but I just figured it would be most interesting uh, to you to have the oldest and cringiest version. Oh, uh, I love cringy. Yeah. So, <laughs> good choice. Yeah. Okay. So I will if... see the first mistake, spelling mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah, mistakes are what yeah. we are searching for in the podcast also. <laughs> mm? Okay, yeah. so if we don't have anything else that we want to say... We introduced ourselves, we have Is there anything else lunch. in your notes that you wrote down? No, I just took the notes from last interview. Oh, I, okay. I, I have no new notes, but I think we will go into everything when we're reading. Yeah, so yeah. we talked about your old self, what kind of stuff you were interested in, and now we are going to read a story. That yes. is like maybe in the in the time frame. And afterwards we will read like a story that you wrote this year. <laughs> yes, in, in when February. Was it February. Yeah. And then we will see maybe a difference or yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I really not hope who so. knows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I, f I think because it's your story you can if you like you can yeah. read or we can change in between. Yeah. Or... The title is on the line between life and death. It's more like a working title. I'm not working on it anymore, but I was the working title. I already thought it was cringy when I uh, wrote the <laughs> next version, but it stayed like that, so mm -hmm. that's the title. Do you um, want us to get surprised by the content, or do you want to shortly say what you had in mind when you wrote mm, this? I think it's better to um, try <laughs> and explain a little bit about mm -hmm. it. The setting is uh, a destroyed world, a destroyed oh. continent. And there are only a couple of people uh, left uh, from different uh, fantasy species. They are trying to fight against uh, the demons who invaded from a different uh, continent and uh, yeah, killed everyone except a few people. And they really have the problem that they are closely followed by some of the acolytes of the Stark Demon King. The story is uh, changing between uh, two, two viewpoints and one of them is already captured by the evil Demon King and is trying to get out and mm. the other one is trying to hold this little group of people that are left uh, together and uh, yeah, not be captured oh. by them. Like how many people are we talking about here? That the Demon King tries to capture. I think it's six or something like that. Oh, so only a few. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. I never really figured out how the story was to um, be continued or to mm. be ended. I think I initially initially wanted this guy who was captured uh, to get free and to be yeah find some magic. I don't know weapon <laughs> or something like to that. Save him, right? yeah, or to, to save him, right? Yeah, to save people. That's right. But also some of the stuff uh, which I wanted to introduce into the story because I didn't want it to be this typical fantasy story was that um, there was a child that was uh, underway uh, from one of this uh, six people, the only woman, I guess. A child or? Yeah, a child that was unborn. It was promised to be the savior, but it didn't work out like that or it's mm. not supposed to uh, So there was only that. one woman who was pregnant with a child or? Yes. Okay, okay. Right. Uh, the chosen yeah. one. The chosen one, yes. Uh, but it's not the chosen one, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, twist. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. Yes. <laughs> it's not the sort of chosen one. <laughs> yeah. But it's just really the beginning of the story. and. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sounds very interesting. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that we would write ourselves also at some point, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Not but like maybe that. You, maybe. maybe you wrote it better. 
already yeah, I, I, I think know. she already wrote it better. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but we'll just see. this idea is like, oh, the chosen one is in something. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really cool. Okay, okay, let's go get into it. Yeah, no, um, I'm excited. Yeah. So, um, prologue. They fought desperately, the last of what were once four strong nations. They were alone, with no help or advice from anywhere. Desperate and at the end. Uh, Kirith, Xarin, Gidomaran, a dragon, Aura, Aneth, and more dwarves protecting Civilary. The noise of battle sounded across the clearing in Glindenos. The great and song-filled elven forest the whole clearing. I don't know what the translation did there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you translated this with like, I don't know, a translator? Deeper. Uh, yeah. Deeper. Okay. Uh, so the good translator kind of. Yeah, I, uh, I don't want... <laughs> we always to, translate uh, with Google, so... Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I try to uh, not use Google so much, so that's... Mm -hmm. Good choice. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I think it's at uh, a Lichtung, and maybe that's mm. someone messing in the stand. Oh, clearing. A clearing, yeah. Yeah, but I don't, yeah, this doesn't really work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> yeah. Again and again, Xaron and Kirith thrust with their swords, long curved blades, blades of elven origin. Who would have thought that? Um, now stained with hot blood that dripped onto the hands of their bearers and burned their skin, for their quivers were long empty. Once again, a goblin fell victim to each of their blades. Side by side, they fought as brothers should. And this side unsettled their enemies and gave their comrades new, new courage. Still, this unity wasn't broken. Sometimes the dwarves thought that with the two of them as comrades in arms, they could, they could beat the demons. But even though Kirith and Xaron cast spells, uh, moved fast and had great stamina, even they could not do much against the demons. In the end, they would retreat and regroup with, with new tactics and a new strategy. But that was not the case, at least not completely. Okay, oh short, break. Yeah. short break. Yeah. <laughs> Read a bit slower, first of all. <laughs> yeah, I was okay. like, okay, because that's... <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe it's just okay. Read them. <laughs> no, no, I think no, it was it's really, okay. really nice. Okay, but first of all, maybe we can uh, <clears throat> sort a little bit what kind of information we got. As you already said, there are these nations. Yeah, protecting Civilari. Civilari uh, is uh, the woman with. Ah, with uh, the chosen yeah, child inside right. her stomach, okay. But we don't know that <laughs> at this point, but mm -hmm. uh, she's like, I think, uh, the only human left. Uh, Kirit and Xaron are elves, Gidemar and a dragon, and the other ones are dwarves. Oh, okay. How did you come up with the names? Kirit is... I thought it was original, but mm. actually I think I was inspired by Kirit Ungol, uh, mm -hmm. which is the name of path that uh, Frodo and Sam take to Mordor. Mm -hmm. Okay, some from... So it actually means uh, path. Mm. In, I don't know, Cinderin probably. But I try to uh, be original with them, so Xaron has no real meaning or something like that. Kido Maran, I think, is a bit, little bit inspired by, first of all, uh, Marmaran, which is the name of a dragon in Der Drachenflüsterer. Um, the dragon whisperer. Dragon whisperer, yeah. I don't know if there's an English word enough for books, but. You can uh, Google no dragon whisperer and find it out. Maybe. 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 Um, And also probably, I mean, it's G, and um, I really like Gladar, the dragon from Aragorn a lot, mm -hmm. so I think oh. that's a reason why the name might be mm -hmm. like that. And Aura is also, I think, um, there's Auric in Aragorn, so that's very similar. And Arnav, I don't know. I really don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so at some point you were inspired and some just, I don't know, came to your mind at some yeah. like own, own name. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. How, how do you say this? You come up with a name yourself. 
It flies to it, you. It flies, it flies to you. Yeah. <laughs> like very romantically. Okay, and what is, so the next one was that there is a battle now. What is Gling, Gling Dingos? Glingos is uh, ah, the forest, forest of the elves uh, there in this forest. Okay, okay. And we have now these two characters, Sarin and Kirif. I hope I yeah. said it correctly. I don't know. Also, Xarin and Kirif. Xarin and Kirif. And they, are, and they are now fighting with... Against? Against, against the goblins. Yes. Against the goblins. Okay, okay. I and like that. You... <laughs> Sorry? There's already blood drenching the earth. Yeah. And yeah. I... It was like... It reminded me of what you wrote. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of your story. Yeah, also mine. <laughs> Everyone's story. Like, the first few... Like, I don't know. What, what do 12, 13 years old have in their mind, like, in the first few sentences, there's hot blood that dripped onto the hands of their beers and burns their skin. Yeah. I really like the sentence. It's really cool. But I also like the fact that it's, like, at the beginning of the story and it's already, like, bloody. Yeah. yeah. Good that our podcast is explicit. Um, yeah. <laughs> They're just very desperate and fighting for a very mm -hmm. long time, so... The goblins itself that they are fighting against, why do they fight against them? Is there already like an explanation? Is it the goblins that the demon king sent to them or is mm. it just some goblins in the forest? Yes, it's uh, the goblins are acolytes of uh, the demon king. Oh, okay. And it's like before the demons came to um, this continent, which is called Fermania, by the way. Fermania. Um, Yeah, they had like this division between the four great nations, which were like the humans, dwarves, dragons and elves. And then there were also like the goblins who were thought to be of lesser race by all. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. normally like this that the goblins are like, I don't know, level one enemies, like in yeah. a video game or something. <laughs> That's right. And it was also like, the elves are pretty racist. Oh, <laughs> always, like always. And um, like the humans, always. yeah, I don't know, um, expanding, um, also very much uh, into war with each other traders the dwarves are maybe the most advanced civilization the elves are more reclused and everything and magic stuff doing and the dwarves are like we have a trade empire <laughs> <laughs> with saturn in my case which is unusual for dwarves i think but okay that's um, part of the story yeah and then they are uh, like more fantastic creatures like for the example the fire riders who are like in a close relationship to their uh, horses. They are yeah, just wandering around the desert um, because when they come close to each other, um, it's too warm for them. Mm -hmm. And so they can't re really form a civilization ah. and have this myth of uh, you have to uh, build this huge city in the middle of the desert. So they have a kind of ritual where once a year they come together But uh, when they are, it gets too warm, so clouds are forming and uh, it's raining and uh, they have to feel this, of course, because they are made of fire. Were you inspired by anything to come up with this? Or There is uh, this introductory scene in, let me think, Winnetou 2, also 2, and there the protagonist is in the desert and mm. uh, he's very thirsty and... Uh, He burned some cacti in this desert so uh, that it would rain, and so he survives by this. Oh, and okay. Really found that interesting. So that's really cool that you got inspired by all of this kind of different movies and something. Books. Books. Mostly. Books. Okay, books yeah. that became movies at some point. Right. So um, <laughs> the demon king was forming alliances with the lesser folks and uh, he also um, had uh, the demons, of course, with him. 
Mm. very strong. Okay. But it's not... I mean, the demons aren't all that bad, and uh, we don't really know why he came there. He's not really a demon, but... The demon king, or... Yeah, no. the demon king isn't really a demon. Okay, plot, <laughs> plot twist. <Yes>. Spoiler. <laughs> we are in the first, we are in the prologue, and I think we already have like the ending of the story. Like, oh yeah, the demon king is not a demon. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's <Okay>. happening? <laughs> okay, should we continue? I want to hear more. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Now, two of the great mountain trolls approached, who belonged to the strongest strongest allies of the demons, and came from a region near the volcanoes of the dragons. They had now built a troll kingdom there, and when the dragons were driven out and had grown large, one of them falling prey to Jedermaran, who circled high above the fray, and the enemies feared the glint and glow of his scales as he swooped down on them, or as he gathered his fire above them, always appearing where a larger gathering of enemies, enemy warriors, were, were gathered. Yeah. <laughs> That's a translation! Oh, I yeah. love this sentence already! Yeah. Like, how much gathering is there? <laughs> Like, as, he, as he swooped down on them or as he gave out his fire above them, always appearing by a larger gathering of enemy warriors by gave out. Nice. I, I like this it. This is a sentence I could write, maybe. <laughs> like, too much of the, too, too many words, like, which are the same, kind of, so. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> hope that I didn't write, like, the same uh, words. Uh, I really like the fact that in in when you started reading again, I was like thinking, oh, there are so many nice words. Yes. And it's so well written. It's it's yeah. flowy. It's It has difficult words. It's on a whole nother level what I wrote when I was 13. And uh, wow. <laughs> I don't know um, how it's... I, I, so I, I really uh, didn't read everything again in German. So I mm. can't say if I... Oh, how this reads in German. No, I think you can tell it, it's it's already very well written in German from what I can see in English. It's Yeah, it's not it like great. deeply yeah. itself puts a lot of difficult words <laughs> at the same point when you say like, he is doing something. The deeply is not like, he is constructing this beautiful <laughs> city of yeah. fire and dust. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> difficult words, so I can look at this book. Yeah. We are already learning a lot from this text alone. Yeah, <laughs> can I use your text as as, as as an inspiration for my text? Uh, if you like to. Yeah, <laughs> you gave us all of your whites. Yes. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> okay, but now, uh, like in the content, we know that there are now what trolls, was it? Trolls as, as appearing, well, yeah. and the, the fight is getting more intense. Intense. Yeah. Okay. And I tried to explain what uh, the dragon does and all of this. Mm. So he was circling above. Yes. But tried. he didn't do anything yet? No, he tries to um, kill and where they get them. <laughs> he they tries get them. to kill. <laughs> I Fair think enough. This, I think this will be our next um, t-shirt like idea. He tries to kill. <laughs> Did he manage? We don't know. Uh, he, Okay. <laughs> the other paid no further attention to the overpowered companion, but marched straight towards Civilari and the dwarves. He lifted two of the dwarves into the air and slammed them against each other, causing a crash. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Um, Brain matter splattered everywhere. <laughs> Blood. Yeah, so a troll does that. Okay. I don't think this is clear from the English version. Uh, then he dropped them and they did not move anymore. <laughs> I would be very surprised. 
<laughs> oh my. But his enemies had not been idle at this time. One of the elf brothers, Kimith, stomped towards the huge troll with a sword dripping with swipe. I don't know why. <laughs> what is, what is <laughs> swipe? <laughs> Question mark blood? I don't know. I, ah, because uh, you to say like, yeah. maybe it's blood. Yeah. Or I don't know. Um, with drops of blood yeah. or anything. I think I uh, tried to uh, figure out how to not write against Again, that the swords are dripping with blood or something else. <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> Just write in every sentence like something with blood or clashing, yes. um, yeah. dwarves, not moving anymore. He wanted to leap onto its scaly knee, covered with impenetrable stone skin, <gasps> and from there onto its back. But the troll lifted him into the air and shook him, then dropped him again. Oh, he's not moving anymore. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. He bounced hard on the ground, trying to get up. He couldn't. <laughs> One of the goblins approached with a long spear of simple make. That's it, thought the elf. And the goblin struck, but not in the heart as he wanted, but in the right shoulder. His sword arm strike. <laughs> I love this. I love this sentence. Like we know that the um, Kirif is now on the ground and he cannot move, and then there's like what a goblin st uh, struck him. Uh, in the shoulder yes. <laughs> of his right arm, <laughs> of his right arm, which is of the of the sword arm, yeah. which is important. And now the next sentence is, I think uh, that's a comment. Yeah, strike through. So um, how worse is he wounded? Something like that. And I think I found the whole thing a little bit awkward. Yeah, you wrote down awkward yes. and um, <laughs> three exclamation marks. Yeah, it was like when you read it like this, it's like his his, his uh, sword arm strike through. Awkward? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, um, that's one oh, of the problems too, um, too close that to I me. put these comments and uh, you don't really recognize which is a comment. Yeah, maybe you should put bracket about it. Yeah, uh, it. I had different colors, but it didn't translate. Um, ah. Yeah, colors yeah. definitely translate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we know what you meant, so that's, this is a comment, yeah. but I yeah. like also reading this. Yeah, but I love how it sounds like it's kind of embarrassing to get stroke through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How awkward that you just... Yeah, yeah. He's a very good warrior. Yeah. <laughs> and like, shameful. Yeah. Shameful. Yeah. Embarrassing. Right. The goblin turned away to have one of his comrades who was being harassed <laughs> by one of the dwarves. Okay. I like the word harassed here. <laughs> I don't know what I wrote. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> <laughs> While uh, Kirith lay injured on the ground, the enemies had killed some of the dwarves and inflicted a few scrapes on Xeran. Nothing serious. What was serious, however, was that the tactical circle had, had disintegrated. They began to retreat. Xeran looked around frenetically for Kirith. He had not seen him for some time. Not since the appearance of the mountain trolls, when the unit had disbanded. Kirith, meanwhile, saw a group of goblins coming towards him. The end was near, but not the end of life. The end of freedom. Oh my mm -hmm. god. It's so okay. cringy. Uh, they lifted him up and tied. Uh, they lift. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Yeah, lifted no. him up and tied him up. Come on, my my All, small little Kirif. Yeah, come with us. All seemed very pleased. They had made a great catch. Xeran's <laughs> Kirith being taken from the battlefield, captured. No, he was about to rush off to free him. Then a great dragon's claw stopped him, and Yedomaran said, "Leave it. There's nothing more we can do for him, except hope and." I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay, wait. So, pray, so... perhaps. Yeah, that could, could be. Hope and pray. 
So Kirif was wounded awkwardly. <laughs> Now the who who got him? A goblin. A troll. A troll. Oh, yes. is okay. Like large enough to carry. Him. Mm. Therefore, I was like, okay. So a troll captured him and they tied him up, and now yeah. they are taking yeah. him with with them. But so they are bringing him to the demon king, maybe. Right. But they want to. So the order of the demon king was also not to kill them, but to capture them. Um, Because one of the goblins struck him like with a sword, so spear. Spear. Um, yes, the demon king is an elf himself. Spoiler. <laughs> well, what is he? He's an elf. He's an elf. <gasps> oh. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> there's a difficult backstory, of course, <laughs> mm. which I'm not going uh, to yeah. elaborate. <laughs> right. Um, and um, there's Maybe also a bad like. Childhood. Most have. <laughs> yes, um, you're going in the right direction. <laughs> That's good. Um, If you had a good childhood, maybe he wouldn't become the demon king as being an elf. Yes, and he also has like um, his right hand, uh, which is a captured elf, and he really, yeah, I don't know, twisted his mind towards following him, and Ooh. I think he is trying the same with Kirill. So this is what he plans to do. Mm -hmm. To capture him and to change his mind, kind of. Right. Uh, so that he is betraying uh, this last people, so mm. they can just wipe the earth with them. Like a towel. Yes. <laughs> Holding Kirif like a towel. Yeah. Like. I mean, it's um, they're really hunting them for a long time and mm. not getting them because um, they are elves uh, in their home forest, and so they are very great at hiding. It's not something as a demon king you like to do for a longer time. So why not capture one of them and mm. make him a traitor? So, so Kirif is an elf. No. Yeah, right. Okay. So the demon king captured an elf who was... Mm -hmm. Because he himself is also one. Okay. Yeah. I like that the demon king was not mentioned <laughs> once in the story yet. <laughs> and we know more about the demon king than about the people who are now here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we are just in the prologue, so... Yeah, okay, so this is nice. But, I mean, um, we are not coming to this, so um, I might as well just explain some mm, of yeah, it. Yeah, I, I like that you were explaining this. Yeah, right. Where were we? Yeah. Except Hope and Kevin. So Xaron, tears in his eyes. Dramatic. <laughs> <gasps> <gasps> yeah, it's his brother, remember. Um, ah, yeah. Yeah. Turned away from that fateful place to stumble towards an uncertain future. Oh, the sentence. <laughs> It's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Kirith, on the other hand, was placed in the prisoner's wagon, a buried cart with rotting wood and bloodstains of desperate prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Nasty yeah. and... 13 years old, yeah. 13 years old. Bloodstains of desperate prisoners. That's the enemy kept ready for such cases. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And provided for who would let the prisoner die. He would be forced to fight against his friends. This has ha happened many times in the past. Without such prisoners, the demons could never have defeated the nations. There I had a comment where I, I wanted how I would like to call them. The prisoners? Yeah, those traitors that fought against oh. the nations. They Because there's the like a question mark in between. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. They met the enemy with, with his own weapons extremely effectively. Thus... The immigrating demons had defeated the already indigenous people of Fermania. This is also not working in the translation. 
And then there are comments following, I guess. Okay. That's the end of the So, film. okay, he was captured now, and he knows that he will be forced to fight against his friends. The stuff that you already explained to us. Mm -hmm. Okay, and now you wrote down some comments. Yeah, shorter sentences. For action scenes. Actually, yes. I liked your, your action scenes. Not, it wasn't that much, ac much action, I guess. Mm. Could have been way longer. <laughs> <laughs> I you, you did mention a lot of blood, so I guess <laughs> it was an action scene. Yeah. yeah, like we could have imagined how the fight went down. Went down, describing how he got pierced through with the spear <laughs> and something like this. Yeah. Awkward. And um... <laughs> it's going to follow me. <laughs> Not every time when we say awkward, right? Yeah. <laughs> so this is a comment that you wrote when you were also young, when you wrote a story, or did you? Yeah. Like, it I don't know. I ha has to be uh, between me being thirteen and being fifteen. So okay, so you were time. younger than now. Yeah. And so your idea was to make the action scenes shorter, also. Um, the sentences. The sentences only. Yeah. I guess so. Okay. And but also to, to elaborate, so armor of the goblins, something mm -hmm. like that. And also, um, I mentioned here that I could write another prologue about Erengarth's <laughs> oh, okay. human heart. That's the guy that is the traitor and the right hand of the Demon King. Okay. <laughs> so much detail of the... Like, you're doing a lot of world building. You describe how... You describe the, the different nations and races and everything and... Already so many characters. <laughs> but I think it's really nice. Um, it's not getting a lot of characters more. And mm. for, I think for a fantasy novel, it's uh, not a lot of characters. <laughs> but more like um, you don't have so much character. You have so, a lot of action scenes and description, but not as... Like what Sam really likes to do is to have character-driven stories. Yeah, I and like a lot dialogue. Of dialogue. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just um, this theme where Kirith is captured mm. so that um, you understand this a little mm. bit and, uh, yeah, understand the situa situation they are in mm. and uh, other parts of the story mm. follow yeah. uh, or begin the story begins so in a different way. Personal question, are you normally interested in stories or did you, did you read fan fictions or... Uh, yes. Okay, I because I think normally fan fiction, I'm yeah. talking about fan fiction, are normally character driven as far as I know because they're normally from fan, from fans about the story mm. and because they have like favorite character or pairing yeah. or anything <laughs> and they want to have it more like character driven. Mm. But so do you enjoy to get into like a different world or to, I don't know, be interested in characters? Because mm. from here, I get the feeling that you're interested in building like a complete world. And I really worked a lot on this world after that. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, in this case, it's right that I'm more interested in the world. Mm -hmm. um, but since Erangoth uh, is mentioned, I really like his character and I oh, really okay. focused a lot on him. But that wasn't like the initial idea. And um, I'm really um, sometimes there's a huge discrepancy between um, the level of detail I got into with Erangoth, for example, mm -hmm. or some other uh, characters and the initial characters because I, I don't really like Kirith, for example. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Therefore, he was like almost killed in the prologue. No, I, I uh, tried <laughs> at first to write it, him being like the main protagonist, oh. but yeah, Xeran as well. But I found that I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I like the during the 
progress of the story, we were like, ah, no, these characters shit down. Let's, <laughs> let them be captured and go away. No. <laughs> or that something else. That was the else. plan. That was the plan, okay. Yeah. He has to be captured to know, uh, yeah, to get to know Erangoth, for example, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, to learn some stuff about the Demon King because um, they don't know it's, he is an elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know anything about the Demon King, and so how would they be able to defeat him if mm-hmm. they never meet him? Yeah, so you wanted to introduce the Demon King, maybe in the next chapter, or like in the following or something. Yeah. And you said that this Erangorth, who is your favorite character, was it your plan from the beginning to include him, or did he just, like, come later? Um, like, did you write the story, had, did you had an idea of the story, what you wanted to write first, or did you just started to write and then just progressed? I had these this abstract idea of um, I don't want to write a classical fantasy novel mm-hmm. and stuff like that and some outline I guess but Arangoth at first was just this evil um, yeah right hand of the demon king and mm-hmm. of course he before was in an elf but he wasn't very important to the story but then I somehow grew to like his character and I expanded greatly on it and most of the stuff I wrote after this was about him. So. Okay, now I'm very curious about him. <laughs> yeah, but he's not going to be in this first version, I guess. <laughs> no! I want to get to know Erango! <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe when we record a second time or something, maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Mindy's now invested. <laughs> I'm really invested. I'm like, okay, we will read your complete story at some point. <laughs> It's not, ah, not, it's not finished, right? Ah, oh, <laughs> season three, we can continue her story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Then Sam, mean, Sam will include all of the dialogues. Yeah, I will write dialogues. I mean, um, <laughs> and I will just enjoy. The second version is like uh, 50 pages. So Ooh. double the stuff we get here. And um, I think I didn't get at the points, like in the story, I'm at in this version mm-hmm. because I introduced so many new characters and new arcs and mm-hmm. made everything more detailed so did you publish your story somewhere no online or anything no I uh, once wrote like a fan fiction of Walter Moore's uh, <laughs> book and yeah I put it on I think fanfiction.de mm-hmm. and uh, then I was somehow stressed and so I put it down the next <laughs> Oh, okay, so you... Because now we are reading your story and we will publish this, so you are okay yeah. with publishing and everything? You can do it. I it's, I mean, it's like 10 years ago mm. that I wrote this. Only for the people who are maybe like, we are not going to read everything, but I think for the people who are interested in for me. And <laughs> I mean, you just wants to read the rest of the story. Yeah, just I, I just want to read the rest of the story. If we don't read it like in, in following... Um, podcast episodes because this mm. is only a bonus episode and I already want to make a season 3 out of this. <laughs> <laughs> but if we are not going to do this, then I would like to know how it continues. I want to know how Aaron goes now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also invested now in his character because you were like, ah, he, he's this, like, I, I like evil, evil characters when you I mean, get more into the reasons. Yeah, that's right. I mean, at first he of course wasn't evil. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a very, very bad childhood, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bad childhood. He had a bad physics teacher or something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Perhaps. Perhaps. It's a difficult thing, uh, learning and him. 
Okay, so this was the prologue, right? Yes. Maybe and read a little bit of the first chapter and then we have to move on to the other thing. Yeah. yeah. Because so of time. Maybe a, a paragraph. Yeah. yeah. The first like um, chapter or paragraph is uh, written from Xeran's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, yeah, in this version I switch between Xeran and Kirk. Okay. The forest has changed. Now it is full of darkness, I thought. (laughs) (laughs) But there, the crack of a branch. It came from the southwest and was not far away, so it was easy for my sharp-pointed elf ears to hear. I somersaulted upon a branch uh, fork of a willow and climbed further up a relatively wide branch, peering through the hanging branches (laughs) to the next willow. I don't know. (laughs) I like the sentence. (laughs) There are not enough branches for me. <laughs> I mean, I had to describe uh, like climbing, and mm. um, there aren't many synonyms for branch or yeah. us or something like that. Yeah. So I think there might have been a lot of uh, Esther in German and yeah. branches correctly, so. But I think the translation did some strange stuff, stuff to this. <laughs> um, directly below me was a campfire, but not one of ours. It would have been too good to be true. I mean, yeah, sometimes hoping that there might other might be other groups uh, mm. still there. So they don't know that they are the only ones, maybe. No, I I mean they. I guess they think they are, but they're still hoping. That, they're still hope, right? Yeah, right, but not upon ours, but one with two mountain trolls and fourteen goblins, and there were certainly some demons roaming around. For they were, depending on the element, masters of fighting, tracking, and getting into places where one, no one else could reach. Uh, that would seal our doom, I thought grimly. I jumped back and went back to the camp. Their camp, I guess. Uh, <laughs> on, the way, on the way there, I thought about how hopeless our situation was. The demons are coming and Sevilla is still pregnant. <laughs> She's still pregnant? How can yes. she be still pregnant? <laughs> I like very I like... time. Nine months and you have to okay. get away from those demons. <laughs> yeah. very it's bad. a wonder how they, how she survived. I don't know. I mean, it's like uh, the pregnant woman. She, she's pregnant with the chosen one, so they have to, to defend her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Protect her, carry her. Yeah. So we can't cast any powerful protection spells, not to mention that I've never done anything with, with her before. So um, um, she's a mage. Well, um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe some of it is common. I don't really know. Who is the father, by the um, way? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the <laughs> demon king. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think she's so. She's human, right? So yeah. the father might be dead. Because she's the only human. might be dead. Yeah. <laughs> she's the only human, right? Father <laughs> might be a dead. <laughs> he might no. be a dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. But... Uh, yes. <laughs> she's a mage. And uh, she's also very, yeah, pretty um, good with magic. Um, so that's one of the reasons she still lives. But uh, and Xeran is an elf, so he's capable of magic, but he isn't like taught mage or something. So mm. he's not very good with magic. And okay. um, I think they lost some other mages, so he has to jump into um, yeah this role of being a mage because mm. um, they can't uh, cast magic on their own. They have to um, come together to uh, be able to do something. So only... Mm, but Siri Lewy 
can cast magic on her magic on her own or she needs to work together with someone um, else magic in this world has to be worked together okay so that's why the is the sentence not to mention that i've never done anything with her before yeah. like to cast a spell on something yeah okay um, interesting match i can also like i came up with it after this but um there's also like way to measure magic so mm. and i think the uh measurement uh is called mirror because the base unit is the amount of magic you need to get an old horse uh on the other side of a river okay <laughs> <laughs> how did you come up with this? <laughs> so you just thought about a horse and uh, maybe about how's it called the horse <sighs> um, power, swimming. Um, mean, no, no, the unit, the wheel horse unit. Horsepower. Horsepower, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's not how it's measured. So did you take this as an example for your unit in for magic or? Yeah, it's like an example and. Um, the stories really, um, they have an academy where all the human mages are taught and mm. they uh, also, of course, measure their strength and they have this old poor horse that always, <laughs> <laughs> that always needs to go over the river, right? Yeah. <laughs> like needs to swim and everything. No, that is, yeah, the test subject and... <laughs> oh my god, I feel sad for the horse. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I like that you have like... Oh. As I already said, you have so much world building inside of this. Like now we have also a unit for our for the for the magic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh my god, I always lose track of where we were. Get them around at the drafts with fights, but someone has to protect the Vilari. A child is our only hope. Question, Question mark? mark. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> comment. <laughs> yeah. Um hopefully she will give birth soon. Oh, if only Kiv were still here. With him, we could cast protection spells. Uh, so the story is that because she is so pregnant, she can't do she magic. She's so pregnant. So pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I love the sentence. <laughs> so you, she's too pregnant yeah. to um, cast spells. Yes. So they need to protect her. Yeah. That's understandable. And then I wouldn't be so alone. Oh, oh. He's so sad. last elf. He and? He and Kiedomaran are the only ones who understand. <laughs> No, it gets really into emotions <laughs> and his character. Anna. Okay, um, character-driven story now here. Yeah, I hope he hasn't betrayed us. And who and who put these those stupid trolls and goblins up to destroy it in the first place? I thought. Ah, so they don't know it's the demon king. Yeah. Or that, oh, okay, okay. It, it wasn't mentioned yet. Okay. I thought, and many other things. Very subtle. He's thinking a lot, but we will not figure out what else he is thinking about. Yeah, I mean, you would have to um, just try to thinking mm. if you did. <laughs> I don't know. It's really cringy. I mean, this is the old part. The prologue was written two years later. Mm. So. Yeah. yeah so but you can tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I knew I mustn't think of Kirith or the grief would overwhelm me again. And the grief were one of my lost people. Oh, isn't it his brother? one of my lost people uh, um, I think uh, the German sentence would be uh, that he's grieving ab uh, about uh, the loss of his kind uh, ah. okay. so if he gets sad then he thinks about like if you get sad like, about one thing about your brother <laughs> and then you're like oh everyone else is also dead and now you have like a lot of comments and then yeah. there's a little river why so Why so few enemies? I liked in one sentence that you wrote exactly <laughs> down that there are 14 <laughs> goblins. Yes. I was thinking, did you have any plans about calculating who many how, how many 
Goblins are in what place? I think I pictured like how they would camp there, mm -hmm. and I thought, yeah, 14 is a appropriate like, the number. number that I could uh, imagine. Mm -hmm. And also, um, I, I might have had some like indirect calculation of uh, what would be dangerous to them. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's quite cool. So yeah. just I'm just impressed. I, I don't have any comments. <laughs> <laughs> Same for me. Yeah. It's really nice, and I, you give me afterwards your text, and I, I want to read more. <laughs> because now we need to move on. Yes, we uh, should read the other thing you gave us. Yeah, yeah. but this is very nice. So this yeah. is... Um, sorry? No, I didn't, to, want to, oh, no okay. I didn't want to say oh, Okay. Um, so this was a story that you wrote when you were like, okay, we told 12 or 15 years old. No, you said 11 or 12. Yeah. 11 or 12 or something. That, but yeah. you said it's the prologue you wrote when you were 15. 13. Uh, 13. 13. 15 I was when uh, I wrote, like, the next version of it. The next version, okay. Yeah, there's this 50-page version. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this is... Pleasant time of life. But now that I've come of age, I've been asked to give my own farewell address. I know well at uh, least for this episode. So now... Prepare for the outro. If you do not have already supported us, I hereby command you to do so. We've got two ways for you. First one is called a Patreon. The second one a Kofi. Well, deliciously enough. And on both sides we are called, who've had guessed otherwise, Fiction After Lunch. Same goes for Instagram. Tum no, not Tumblr, not YouTube, and not Twitter, which isn't the case for three of them, but Twitter, where we are called Fiction and Lunch, and for the rest of our platforms we are called Fiction After Lunch. Watch and like. Not just watch, but also like, because we are so likeable. So, thank you for listening. Leave a five-star rating on Spotify and follow us wherever we go. <laughs> <laughs>